So hi there and welcome to another episode of Tip Top Tips Edu. My name is Mark Anderson, Head of Education at Net Support Group. Uh, I'm on Twitter as at ICT Evangelist, as you can see down there in the corner as well. And it gives me great pleasure to introduce onto the show today somebody that I have connected with and worked with uh, many, many times over the years. Uh, I had a great meeting with him last week, learning about uh, an EdTech product that he's been developing as well. But today he's coming over and talking about his role in his school and sharing some tips, some tip top tips in fact uh, about his work in the school so give you great pleasure to welcome uh, onto the show today uh, the one the only and you probably know him by his twitter handle rather than his real name but his name's tim evans uh, and we all know him on social media as edtech evans welcome tim how are you doing hey mark how are we doing thanks for having me on now, really good to have you so for those who don't know you tim could you just uh, share a little bit about who you are where you work a bit of your sort of uh, uh, history in education as it were uh, by all means, yes. So, Mark, I'm currently here in Hong Kong at the moment. So, I'm working at Stanford American School, um, where I'm the Educational Technology Coordinator. Um, as you well know, I'm originally from Wales. Um, there, I got into teaching, and I, my mother was a primary teacher. So, there was, it was in the family. My brothers went in. He was an ICT teacher as well. So, I got the bug as well and started in Lampeter Comprehensive School as an ICT teacher. So, we're going back. And I'm trying to work out now, 16 years ago. Um, and from there, moved to Spain, where I got the international bug for teaching. Mm -hmm. And there, I was there for six years then, um, as in digital design teacher, NYP school. And now I'm in coming to the end of my fourth academic year here, then in Hong Kong, and, and loving every, every minute of it. So, I mean, you, if you worked in state and in uh, independent and international as well, are there much differences? I mean, kids are kids, aren't they? We all know that. There's, there is obviously there's a difference in in how things are run, and there's a lot of lot more independence in in in, in international schools where we where it's possibly easier to get things done, a bit quicker to get things done, um, which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing, obviously. But it's it, it is that idea that I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to say the sense of community maybe is possibly there as well. Mm. Although I do know I do know. Um, people in state schools who who built that in their own schools obviously um but it, it's slightly different i think it's, it's more the admin side of things is slightly different i think when it gets to the nitty-gritty front of house with students and kids and everything i think it's the same wherever we go yeah i'm, I'm minded to agree i think you know the children you know like you say kids are kids aren't they wherever you are around the world really the big difference for me that i've noticed over the years is is kind of the pressures um and you know it doesn't matter what school you work in there, there are always pressures but actually people often sort of comment as you know people in independence and internationals have it a bit easy but i would you know completely disagree with that it's just the pressures are slightly different aren't they mm. and i think it's what you what, what you make it isn't it it's what you make it if you want to push yourself if you want to explore what about technology you want to explore technology and things like that the opportunities there regardless of the school isn't it um but again, like I said, potentially there's that, that administration or those steps where you need to to, to get things done can can be slightly easier, possibly, um, in an international independent school. 
Yeah, no, I, I think you're probably right there. So the, the show's tip top tips edge you. So I'm, I'm jumping to some questions uh, for you, Tim, given your experience and uh, and everything in not just international schools, but with, with technology in particular. So as someone who helps to coordinate technology, ICT in your school, uh, in primary, you look at um, that on a cross-curricular basis, mm. don't you? Um, we were talking just before the show. So how, how do you go about making sure that you get that breadth of coverage? And can you share some examples of some things that you do um, in a cross curricular fashion but still using that technology sure so i mean i've mentioned there that 15 years ago i was teaching i was an ict teacher and I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this when we were just teaching microsoft word then we teach in microsoft publisher powerpoint and if we could squeeze some database spreadsheets in at the end of the year you would and repeat it was kind of that kind of standalone you'd go to a ict suite and we've all seen them rows of computers and things like that and that's changed obviously and that's and one of the things that's driven that is is technology itself mobile devices accessibility and, and even at a cost point it's more it's more accessible to everybody so that's what that's how it's come around so what we're looking at doing now instead of having your ict classes where a year four would go and they'd learn how to do something on microsoft publisher for example and we're going back now that's changed now so we look at the curriculum first so we'll meet with with curriculum leaders, teams, and we'll think like, what do, what is your content? What, what, what are you wanting to achieve? And then we'll look at the technology that's available there. Then we, we try and roadmap it. So every student gets access to everything. Mm. Prime example, Google sites. Now we've had um, a sustainable goals showcase where all the students in grade five were using uh, grade five, year six, were using um, Google sites. So that's what I would come in. I would support the teachers. Um, we have a we have a different model as well where I almost teach teachers more than I teach students because we just mm. we think that we see that as more sustainable. So I will I will after school or during their planning time I'll sit down and I will show them how Google Sites works. And the idea then is next year when they do it I won't have to do that and I could possibly delve a little bit deeper into the actual skill set. Um, mm. And that just it, it's just a circle and it, it's something I've definitely learned over the years. The, the, for me, the most important thing in education is communication. Um, you have to be constantly talking with people. You need to be talking to your team leaders. You need to be talking to your teachers, your students, your parents, where possible. Just having those conversations. And I think with conversations comes feedback and, and then looking at, at, at how you can you can improve teaching and learning that basically. And repeat it, we're coming to the end of an academic year now and we'd look to do the same next year then. No, I definitely agree. Communication is so important and it links directly into that really important thing as well of relationships, doesn't it? If you're mm. having that really strong conversation uh, with parents, with children, with teachers, with team leaders, so forth and so on, uh, then that sort of build, build that triangulation of support and everyone knows where you're at, what you're trying to achieve. Uh, you're responding as well to so their part of the conversation as well. Uh, it's so, so important, isn't it? I think, it, and it's also that culture and you want that culture of, being able to give feedback you want that culture of receiving taking on board um, communication especially in technology because we're not all or, or far from it even yourself and myself we're not experts in everything that is technology um we can't be because it's changing it's developing it's evolving mm. um so i think we're definitely wanting to build a culture of taking risks a teacher if they're not comfortable using google sites so be it that's that's fine because why not use the time with your students to to learn with them do you mean mm -hmm. um and share it with them and say to the students that bit of honesty say to the students look well we've not used this before um 
let's learn it together and, and it just and again that's building a relationship then just based off like based off the honesty yeah absolutely and i think it's important as well linking to what you say there about that, that whole idea of role modeling as well mm. uh, and you know, I, I do it plenty as well and, and you've mentioned it yourself as well you can't know absolutely everything and and so and it changes so so quickly that, that'll lead into a, a question later on about using social media for those sorts of things as well but when you first started talking to me you mentioned tools like microsoft word microsoft publisher so forth and so on but you've also mentioned their google sites so you're a google school you use google as your infrastructure for for all those different things um and and you were talking about sort of uh, uh, training up teachers and, and supporting them and things obviously in international schools often it, it's, it can, can be quite a transient market can't it um teachers will do their two years and then move on to the next school mm -hmm. so um I'm, I'm sure you'll have you know teachers new to your school coming in uh, in, in september um and they might have just been microsoft throughout their career so far so you know with, with that in mind you know if, if you've got teachers who are new to google uh, have you got any sort of tips because there, there are so many things you can do in the google uh, workspace yeah. ecosystem aren't there have you got any sort of top tips to share with uh, our viewers uh, on on ways in which they can maybe sort of hit the ground running with google tools i think it goes back to that taking a risk if you don't know you that's absolutely fine um we've literally mentioned that last week we sent a survey out to new teachers who are coming in they actually come in in august so we just want to get a rough idea where they are so we can hit the ground running when it comes to upskilling them then and mm -hmm. I, what I've, i also put a question in there how comfortable are you supporting and leading training as well so if someone's come in for all we know they're a google certified trainer well they can come in and they can support their teams so it's having those those layers of support so it's not just your ed tech coordinator your ict team are in there to support as well and what we have we have the thing called digital pioneers so each mm -hmm. department or each grade level year level has one or two people who they know they can go to for support as well um normally they're people who volunteer what have you and um, if not we know certain individuals who have a certain skill set with a certain tool or something so you, those teachers know they can go to them again it's that culture of just collaboration again communication and things like that um when it when it comes to google itself there's a google education center that that i think is absolutely brilliant not just Google, I think all the tools in the last year, you've noticed, have really upped their game. They've had to. So Microsoft mm -hmm. have really come on Google. I was chatting to someone about how Google Meet has changed in 18 months. Mm -hmm. Basically, they had to because it was, it was, it was being used. So the education centre as well has improved. So have a look in the education centre. And then I, I think Google Level 1, I think everybody should. If, if, if you're using the Google tools, you need to explore doing a Google Level 1. Um basically it has it covers everything that, that you'll need to use in a classroom um what people always say to me oh what what qualification or what certificate should i do you talk about your ades your, your mies and things like that obviously yeah. depending on what platform you're using but the most robust for me is google um there's no, it's there's no application video there's no there's nothing that's quite subjective isn't it it's this is a cert this is you need to get x amount right and the content is there for you so mm. i definitely look to do that and that's something we, we 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 support our teachers with and and request that they look to do at some stage no i i love all the offers to be honest i, I mean not just the um <clears throat> sort of courses you can do through the microsoft education center mm. as well but i love the microsoft certified educators course as well that's a really good course i think um because it's not about the tools it's more about the sort of thinking behind it and design principles and, and on all those sorts of things um whichever you look at it though 
you know, getting yourself, if you are going in as a, as a, as a new to Google kind of person, that level one course, it, it really covers all the bases, doesn't it? So that's a great shout, uh, Tim. Thank you ever so much. I, I love what you shared as well then, Tim, uh, about uh, 